0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Life Over Coffee. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Rick Thomas, and I'm grateful to be able to present to you a state of the union, so to speak, of our ministry. One of the number one questions that people ask us is, what do you do? And I'm going to try to explain that over the next few minutes. Now, what I have here is a full keynote presentation that you can watch. And so you can watch several slides that I have created that will walk you through step-by-step exactly who we are, what our mission is, why we do what we do, how we do what we do, and I trust that by the time that I am done, I will be able to answer that question thoroughly. Now, we are in the middle of a rebranding process. Our ministry is branded rickthomas.net as of this moment in January of 2022, but we are in the midst of a rebranding process, and we're changing our ministry to Life Over Coffee because it better suits who we are. Therefore, in this video, I will be calling us Life Over Coffee because that is who we are going to be in the near future and going forward. The reason we branded our ministry RickThomas.net was from years ago, and it was really the shortest distance between two points. People were looking for my resources, they were looking for me specifically, and so calling our ministry brand name RickThomas.net was the simplest way for people to find us. Personally, I've never been comfortable with that name because I I really I prefer that our ministry communicate more fully who we are and we are not a a one man show. This ministry is a not not about me, it is about a team of people people who really want to uh, spread the practical message of Christ globally, and so I have been waiting, hoping, praying for the day to soon come when I could remove my name completely from the ministry, move off center stage, and really communicate a fuller and more accurate message. And so in this podcast and the video that I am producing here, I will be calling it Life Over Coffee, and hopefully within the first quarter of 2022, we will be able to make that complete transition. To communicate our ministry or our mission statement, what we do is that we offer hope and help for the individual so that they can go out and help others. The two key ideas is hope and help. When people come to us, they need hope. They need to know that there is a path forward, but they also need practical help. How will you help me step by step? And so you could think of it this way, that hope is like looking through a telescope, and our hope is in Christ alone, and so we see him as the object of our faith, and he is the gravitational pull as God instills steals hope in an individual's life that pulls them through whatever situation that they are in. But in addition to hope, we also need to provide practical help, and that's where we come in as a team. We are a a super practical ministry. We get into the nuts and bolts of people's lives by bringing practical solutions to what is going on with them personally, relationally, or situationally. Situationally. And so it is hope and help, and then as you see on the screen here, for you, for others. Now the reason for that is is because the Great Commission is to go and make disciples, and so our aim is not just to help an individual to get better through whatever they're going through, but to help them to get better, to position them so they can go and help others. Not only is that a picture of the Great Commission, but it's also the two great commandments, that we are to love God and love others. And so there is an other-centered focus to our ministry. And so to sum up what we are about, we offer hope through the sufficiency of Scripture as we teach people what Christ can do practically in their lives. And is for you uniquely in a customizable way so that you can go and help others. And so the purpose of this video that I'm presenting to you and the podcast, for those of you who are listening to the podcast version of it, is I do want to share our ministry's vision so that I can thoroughly and accurately, I hope, answer the question, who are you people and what is it that you do? And so Life Over Coffee, we exist to provide life changing resources that equip Christians to help others. And so if someone comes to our ministry, they can immerse themselves in all sorts of life changing resources, and I will articulate some of those in just a moment. And the reason that they want to immerse themselves in these practical resources is so they can get better, position themselves so they can go out and help others, and So that is what we do. Now as far as our ministry is concerned, I like to say that we stand on two pillars. When I started this ministry in 2008, there were two things that I was thinking about primarily. One of those is the redemptive use of technology, how to use technology redemptively. There is an echo of omnipresence in technology, meaning that I can go around the world from my location here in Greenville, South Carolina in the United States. Today, I have been all over the world through the redemptive use of technology. I, have been, I was watching the culture back then as they used technology to accomplish whatever their purposes were, and I began to thinking, well, why can't Christians use technology in a different kind of way? a redemptive way, that we take advantage of this means of grace that God has given us. And so therefore, what I wanted to do and what we have done since 2008 is that we have built a sanctification center. It is a big-box store like a Super Walmart or a Best Buy, and we have shoved this big-box big, big box store this sanctification center in cyberspace. And so it is uh, built in the internet so that any person who has access to the internet can come To our website, our sanctification center, and they can receive the practical help that they need personally, but also they can become equipped to go out and help others, and so that's the second pillar upon which our ministry stands, and that is the replication of leaders. And so we wanted to build the technological sanctification center that anyone can access, and then we also wanted to target a certain demographic. People who have the presence of leadership, who want to be equipped in discipleship practices so that they can go out and share the message of Christ generationally. You see, if we can replicate leaders, then when me or our team, when we go to heaven, when we move off the scene because we have replicated leaders, this ministry can go on generationally. And so the two primary pillars that this ministry sits upon are the redemptive use of technology and the replication of leaders. Now, just to give you an idea of what some of the people who have come to our ministry have said, I want to walk through briefly some of the resources that we produce. And I'm going to show on the screen here. Some of the comments, these are unedited, unsolicited comments that people have shared with our ministry from the different resources that God has used to help them in whatever situation that they are in. For example, we do write books. Currently, as of 2022, January, I have three books that you can find on Amazon. The books are titled Suffering Well Change Me, and Get Ready, and those three titles represent three of the most common things that people bring to our ministry. Suffering Well, well, Pat said when she read that book, this book saved my life. Amy said Suffering Well is the most influential book I've ever read. Apart from the Bible, it has done more to minister to me than anything else. Suffering Well, subtitled, How to Steward God's Most Feared Blessing. You see, we have two options. We can suffer well, or we can suffer poorly. The main thing, and the constant in our lives, is that we are living a life of suffering. We are men and women of sorrows, acquainted with grief, walking down a path that our Savior walked, and that is the nature of the Christian life. Therefore, we want to learn how to steward God's most feared blessing. I say it that way because Job said that the thing that I have feared has come upon me, Suffering is our most feared blessing, and so I wrote an autobiographical book. It is it is a weaving of the suffering that God had brought into my life, into the narrative of Job, and so it is somewhat of a hybrid book that I titled Suffering Well, and this is what Pat and Amy said about this book. Bob said that the Change Me book is a great book. We are using it in our small group study. It is very informative and challenging. RL said, I finished Change Me. I am rereading it with my husband. My eyes have been opened. I've learned so much. So grateful. Change Me came about because a lady wrote into our ministry, and she asked me, she said, Rick, what collection of articles would you put together, would you sequence together to help someone walk through the change process? I thought it was a great question, and so I began working through the hundreds upon hundreds of articles on our website, and eventually it turned into a book. And so this book, Change Me, is about the change process. It's sequenced, and you will find it very helpful, as Bob and R.L. have stated. Stacy also said, thank you for writing Change Me. It's exactly what I needed. I will go through this with my teenage daughter as well. And then the third book is Get Ready, and that is the third reason, primary reason, that people come to our ministry It's because of marriage struggles. And so suffering well, a common theme in all of our lives, change me, how can I change? And then, of course, marriage issues, and these are just three of the resources that we provide to our Community. We also have articles, and you can look at some of the quotes that are listed here uh, on this screenshot of what people have said. Tracy, for example, said, So many of your articles I end up saying, and out loud, wow, just Wow, or I end up in tears. I am so appreciative of your articles, so very insightful and so deep and meaty. There are other statements here that you can read, and this is just a short list of hundreds of comments that people have written into our ministry. In fact, you can go to the testimony page on our website, and you can read. I don't know how many are there by now, but I'm sure it's well over five hundred of comments that people have made about our. Very various resources and articles is one of the ways that we communicate the practical message of Christ because we we live in an in abbreviated culture. We live in a short attention span culture. And so one of the things that we wanted to do not just penetrate our culture with the practical message of Christ, but we realize that because of the nature of the internet and also with uh, devices and where people are today, that articles is a great way to get people engaged with such relevant information, as opposed to reading a book. And so we do write books, but we also write articles. And then we want to take care of the audio issue as well, and so we produce podcasts, Facebook said, "'I am using the website and the podcast to share with my children. It is fabulous.'" And then Priyanka from Delhi, India, she said, thank you for your daily podcast and updates. We surely do pray that God will continue to use you in the lives of others as he is using you in our lives. This is a lady from India who has been participating in our ministry for a long time and benefiting from these resources. I want you to understand that This idea of redemptively using technology is a huge deal because, again, there is an echo of omnipresence in it as we can wrap the globe as we do daily as Priyanka is testifying. And so we have audio, and then, of course, we have videos. Niku, uh, he is uh, actually a pastor in Bucharest. Uh, He loves our videos, as he says here, and he has been benefiting from them. Also, Ursula from Sweden said, this webinar, it was a webinar that she saw, one of the videos she saw, she said, my husband was particularly glad for the info, and neither of us had heard of Rick Thomas before. His website has a ton of information, and that is from And then Carolyn said, I appreciate the ministry. I'm already using what I learned the first night of the webinar training in counseling. I am ACBC certified, the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, and she is using our ministry as well, and she is pointing to one of the webinars that she wants. And so we write books, we write articles, we produce podcasts and also videos so that you can read content, you can listen to content, and... You can also watch. But we're not just a a monologue ministry where we are pushing resources out uh, into cyberspace. We're also a dialogue ministry as well. And so we have free community forums. We also have uh, supporting member forums, those who underwrite our ministry financially. That is a smaller community of individuals who come to us, and they, they are the ones that Humanly speaking, they're the ones that we, they're the ones that cause us to exist because they underwrite us financially. But we also wanted free forum so that anyone can come to us. Our big deal is to give our resources away. And so everything that I've mentioned, the articles, the videos, the podcast, all of those things are uh, shared freely with the world. Of course, we do that because of our underwriters. And so we do have a private community because we wanted to set aside a little space for them, a smaller space where they can dialogue with us. But again, we also have free forums too where anybody in the world can come to us and there's no cost whatsoever it is our joy to serve our community. Marine said your forum communicate your forum communicates wisdom in loving and firm ways. You call it like it is and address issues that destroy us from the inside out. The body needs more willing to go there. Eric says, your forums have been helpful for me to work things out and bounce ideas off people who like to disciple others. I feel fortunate to be able to use this type of resource. And then Robert said, I'm grateful to this group in this forum. Not a week goes by that I'm not counseling someone and recommend your website. God is using you, and I'm blessed to be part of it. Robert is communicating the the total vision of the ministry, not only to help him practically in a customizable way, but to help him so that he can go out and help others. And so we do have our forums. And then we have our mastermind program. Our Mastermind program is more intensive. Uh, This is where individuals come to us and they want to learn all things discipleship or all things biblical counseling. As I was talking to a pastor in Texas just this morning, I said that we look at our students as being like in silos because every person is different, and so we don't buckshot our training We customize it uniquely to the individual. And so there are some people who come to our ministry who want our customizable care. For example, Chad said, I needed to be equipped to disciple well. I didn't expect how the program changed me. It set me on a new trajectory of discipling others, as Chad from Minnesota, Jeff from California, said, My family says this program has made a significant impact on them. I have the tools needed to love my family and friends well in a fallen world. C.C. from Alabama said, learning and applying God's word to my life has resulted in exponential growth. It transformed my family and me. Now, Cece. I mean, one of our goals in our mastermind program is to equip individuals so they can go and function in their prat- uh, in their uh, local church in a practical way, supplementing the leadership and helping the leadership with some of the discipleship counseling needs. And so, if we can place individuals in their local churches, that is a win-win for us. And Cece is one of those individuals. In fact, her pastor called and said. Hey, I want what she has. We need more people like her because God is doing a great work in her life, in her life, and it is truly impacting our women's ministry. And so we would love to get a couple of guys to go through your Mastermind program as well. And then Brandy, our third graduate in our program many years ago, she said, I am profoundly different from before. My family and friends comment about how God changed me through what I have learned. And then our first graduate, Mark, he said this ministry bridges this divide by connecting the gospel with a biblical understanding of the soul. Mastermind equipped me to minister the gospel to my soul, my family, and others. And so we have resources that we just put out in cyberspace that anybody can benefit And then we also have a dialogue ministry where some of these people come to us and ask questions because they want to engage beyond the monologue of the various resources through articles and videos and podcasts. But then there's a smaller group that comes and says, I want to go through a two- to three-year intensive discipleship program, and they are our Mastermind students." Now, one of the primary ways that we have this ubiquitous ministry, this echo of omnipresence, as we wrap the globe. Uh, every day with our resources is what I call our missional communities. And what I mean by missional communities, I am talking about our social media platforms, the redemptive use of technology. We have several social media platforms. I've listed them here for you. I'll read them off quickly for those of you who are listening by the podcast and aren't watching the video, but there is Facebook. Uh, where we have over 13,000 people. And if you think about this, 13,000 people, and the average person knows 250 people. Well, I can't do the math that quickly in my head, but you can see how exponential it is. We have over 8,600 people on LinkedIn, which is a business website. You see the difference between Facebook and LinkedIn. And then we have Instagram. We have Twitter, and Parler and Getter. Getter, G-E-T-T-R. All three of those platforms, are they do the same thing. Twitter, which you're more familiar with, and then Parler and Getter, well, they're the same as Twitter. And then we have three video platforms. We have YouTube and Vimeo and Rumble. I won't explain how we use them, but we do use all of these platforms differently and for a specific reason. And then we have TikTok, which we have just begun over the last few months, and we have 4,000 followers on TikTok, and that continues to grow every day, which is an interesting medium as it reaches out to the young people in our world. And then we have MeWe, which is a kind of like Facebook. And then, of course, MailChimp is where we send out uh, resources every week to those who sign up to the free email subscription now the important of the importance of these social media platforms is because this is where the world is today and the best way that you can think about these platforms are like missional communities like africa and the dominican republic and uh, asia for example or europe or or Canada. You can think about them as continents or countries or locations around the world, and that gives you an analogous idea of what these social media platforms are. And so we go into each one of those that I've listed for you, and we treat each one of them uniquely because they are different. None of them are the same, and so we communicate different things on each one of these platforms as we exponentially carry the practical message. Of Christ globally. To look at our ministry at a glance, I I want to mention a few things. First of all, the goal of our ministry, the problems we solve, the value we bring, the means to the end, and the assets that we employ. Let's start with the first one. The goal is to help believers with the practical message of Christ so they can go and help others. That is the Great Commission That is the goal of our ministry, to help believers with the practical message of Christ. What we solve is the ongoing and increasing dysfunction in Christian lives. Those are personal problems, relational conflicts, situational difficulties. And so the goal is to help people with with the practical message of Christ. What we solve is the ongoing increasing dysfunction in people's lives. The value that we bring is restoring individuals, marriages, families, churches, which positions these believers to impact future generations effectively. And then the means for solving these issues and adding value to the body of Christ is through the redemptive use of technology and leadership application, as I have mentioned already. And then the assets that we employ I have been walking through audio, writing, video, forums, courses, and then, of course, I haven't mentioned yet, but I do public speaking now let me briefly show you our team so that you can look at these people love them and and pray for them we are a 10 member team and you see five of them on the screen here there's me of course there's my wife lucia she's our executive administrator sharon wallace is our full-time executive assistant and then we have mark grant brandy huerta and chad Voderbrügen. Uh, They are three graduates of our Mastermind program, and of course, they work in our Mastermind program training our students. And then this other grouping here are Jonathan Harris, our web developer, Daniel Berger, a writer and trainer for our ministry, Sarah Hayhurst, our world-class editor, and then there's Hayden Thomas, who produces our videos. The last two individuals used to work for us, and I want to honor them. One is Tristan. Thomas, our daughter. Uh, she used to help with videography as she did the closed captioning, and she moved our closed captioning from 7% to well over 12% of folks who come to YouTube read our videos as opposed to listening to them, and so that is a valuable asset, and she did that before she uh, graduated college and now has her own full-time job. And then finally, Julie Hansen, who worked for us for a number of years she passed away in 2021 of uh, ALS, and she, she'll she always be part of this team. And I wanted to insert her picture here because we love her so much, and God used her in, incredible, in an incredible way and continues to do so even to this day as people often speak of her impact in their lives. The passion for this ministry was born out of... Uh, A life-changing message that God, as he broke my heart and restored me to himself and redeemed me for his fame. As I tell people often, that God has given me two great gifts, the gift of suffering and the gift of salvation. My most profound and most intense desire is to serve him by creating biblical resources for those who are hurting, struggling, confused, and wanting a stronger walk with Jesus. Because of what happened to me, and I won't get into those details, but because of what happened to me, my desire is to impact those who are hurting and they're wanting practical help. As far as our missional needs, there are several things that you see listed here on the screen. As I mentioned at the onset of this podcast, we're rebranding our ministry, and we need more helpers. We need marketing and social media directors, content developers. We're continuing to build more online courses. We need podcast production help, video production help, and we have equipment needs. And so our ministry continues to expand, and we need more individual coming alongside, bringing their gifting to this ministry, and then some of these uh, specific tasks that we have here. I would appreciate it if you would pray about those things. And then finally, you are welcome to partner with us as you see the links and the opportunities here on the screen. If you would like to partner with us, please check out any of these opportunities. Thank you so much for listening